Good evening. I do apologize for all of you that may have tried to call in on the conference call line tonight. Um, apparently, they are experiencing some technical difficulties, which should be to be expected when you have so many churches that are having to conduct services virtually. So we just have to be prepared for whatever, and we are. So I am going to bring forth the word to you, and we're going to keep it moving, and we're going to say amen. Tonight, I'm speaking about being destined to win. My text is coming from Exodus chapter 3 and Joshua chapters 1 through 6. On Sunday, we talked about the biblical concept of slavery, and we spoke of the Israelites being oppressed slaves under the leadership of Pharaoh and how God parted the Red Sea so that they could walk into freedom. Tonight, the story continues. I want to tell you that even after the Israelites witnessed the miracle of the opening of the Red Sea and being freed from slavery, they still walked in disbelief concerning the promises of God as he promised them a land flowing with milk and honey. The Israelites we can't condemn because really they're no different than we are today. As God time and time and time and time again brings us out of one dilemma, another mess, another crisis, another financial bind. But when it comes time for us to walk in absolute faith, we allow fear and pride and our own agendas to let us forget God's track record with us. The Israelites became convinced that they could not get rid of those that were dwelling on the land that God promised them, even though God told them that they could overcome and get rid of these people. They still did not want to believe they could and was ready to give up on the promise. See, sometimes what God has for us is in the hands of the enemy and it will require us to put on the full armor of God and fight for what he promised. In other words, just because God promised us something doesn't mean we don't have to work to do or fulfill our end of the promise. So God's wrath fell on the Israelites because of their faith or lack of faith in his word. See, what angers God is wimpy people because victories can't be won with wimpy people. What do I mean when I say wimpy people? Unbelievers, those who waver in their faith, those who are undisciplined, those who can't deal with being inconvenienced or uncomfortable, those who seek to have their blessings delivered to them on silver platters. The Israelites, plain and simple, were wimps and God cursed them with 40 years of wandering in the wilderness. I know you say, Pastor Deb, why 40 years? The Bible says until the unbelieving generation died off. The number 40 in the Bible also represents a time of testing and realignment. Right now today, there is a life-stealing pandemic inhabiting our land. And those who know God see his hand even in the midst of all of this. I was watching the news about an hour or so ago, and it amazed me how they were showing major cities all around the globe and pictures of those cities before the pandemic 
and now as we are abiding by shelter in place regulations and the difference of the pollution and the quality of air, you could see the thickness of the pollution in city after city, how we lived and as we busied our lives and the difference of the clean, clear, seeing the skies crisp. It is just absolutely amazed me. God is calling for us to trust in his plan and his mercy and his provision. This is the only way that we will be able to remain calm in the midst of this storm. After wandering in the wilderness for 40 years, Joshua led the children of Israel back to the Jordan River to cross into the promised land. There is where they met the first obstacle between them and their promise, the city of Jericho, which was a large walled-in city. God gave Joshua orders to march around the city once a day for six days. On the seventh day, he said, march around seven times. See, sometimes God makes us submit or calls us to submit what we deem as a tedious, simple, and, and things that we see as of no consequence. He calls us to submit to these things. The truth is, it is really never about the actions, but about our reactions and our faith in his word, which shows evidence in our obedience to his commands. Joshua went to the people and said, you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, shout, then you shout. Joshua didn't want the people to lose sight of the actual victory by declaring victory too soon. After they marched around the city, according to their instructions, the walls fell flat. Israel entered the city and took the city as their first victory in the new territory God had promised their ancestors several hundred years before. As we look at the world in which we live, we don't always have sound leadership like Joshua. But we need to always be mindful that God is always present. Proverbs 2 and 6 says, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. We have all had that experience when something just doesn't seem right, just doesn't set right with our spirit. And when we heed to that feeling, we're glad we did. But when we ignore that feeling, we wish we hadn't. That intuition, that gut feeling is exactly the wisdom of God operating in us to provide clarity as we are faced with life decisions. We have been dealing with COVID-19 for weeks now, being told to shelter in place, given directions on cleansing our hands, wearing masks, social distancing. And now, all of a sudden, bans are being lifted with no strategy in place to reduce the spreading of this deadly virus. There are those who want to operate to satisfy their flesh, and they are going to go forth and live as, as if man has the power to not only lift the ban, but the disease. But we as believers know that that's not true. 
just like the Israelites, God has made some promises to us, but also like the Israelites, for us to receive the promises of God. We may have to inconvenience ourselves, push through some tedious and boring challenges. We have people crying for bans to be lifted because they are worried about money, their jobs, material things. I want you to remember this. You didn't gain anything that you have without God. And you can't lose anything he can't restore renew or replace. The best thing about victory when you're playing on God's team is when it's all said and done. He allows you not only bragging rights, but he allows us to stake claim on everything that the devil took. And then he turns around and upgrades it. Just like with the Israelites and with Job. God just wants to know that he can trust us regardless what it looks like. We need to take heed to Joshua's address to the people using wisdom and common sense, not giving into an impatient spirit and being sure not to claim victory too soon. God is working something out and positioning for walls to come down around the globe in favor of his people. Victory belongs to us. We are destined to win. I know church tradition usually dictates that worship comes before the word goes forth. But as I told you before, if you follow Bible Deliverance Church, you will find that we will not stick to doing things within a box. And I just believe that sometimes after the word goes forth is a perfect time to enter into worship. I am getting ready to guide you into worship with two songs. And I want each of you to embrace these songs and really give God praise and worship and keep these songs where you can refer to them and play them when you become a little antsy or get a little bit impatient while waiting for God to guide us into our victory and for us to stake claim on everything that Satan has taken from us. Again, I thank each and every one of you for joining me please visit our website, www.bibledeliverance.org. And also, I look forward to you joining me on Sunday at 2 p.m. Be blessed, and I will be praying for each and every one of you. Have a wonderful, worship-filled evening. What that means is the next time you shout, the heavens are going to respond. <laughs> this weekend is about breaking cycles. Those of you who've been going in circles, I want you to put your hand on your neighbor and say, the cycle is being broken even now. I want you to say it strong and say, the cycle is being broken even now. Spiritual Jericho.